You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's show, our fantasy guru and NFL expert Andy Rio is back for his regular visit. Not only are we talking fantasy, but we'll go over season predictions, including division winners, MVP, Super Bowl winners, stuff like that. Should be a fun one. Welcome aboard, everybody. Robert Land from the Houston Sports Talk Podcast. Brian's taking the day off. Thanks for diving into Locked On Texans, your best daily source of Texans news, views, and interviews. And we welcome back Andy Rio and his two decades of experience as a fantasy football expert on various websites. I hype Andy as a fantasy guru, but he's just an NFL expert. And while we sit a little Texans and NFL news as well, Andy, you're pretty neutral. You're like uh, our neutral guy as far as the your NFL interests go. So where does this Patriots-Texans game rank in your must-watch games of week one? And is there any players besides the obvious that fantasy owners should start in this one? Well, this is definitely one of the uh, top games on the docket for the weekend. I mean, if you go back to last year's game, it was very entertaining, a shootout between Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady. Uh, The Texans historically, of course, have not had the greatest of luck up in New England, but last year they were a lot closer in terms of uh, finally getting over that Patriots hurdle. Not sure they will get over it, but with uh, all the defensive uh, ammo they have back with Watt and Merciless and Clowney and Watson uh, back at quarterback, I think it should be a pretty entertaining game. Uh, Watson, Hopkins, Brady, Gronkowski, these are your obvious uh, big-name fantasy stars on the Houston side, certainly with uh, Deontay Foreman on the reserve pup list. It makes Lamar Miller a viable starter. Uh, Of course, you've got Will Fuller, who is always capable of breaking some big plays on the New England side of the equation. Chris Hogan will be Tom Brady's top wide receiver. He's not as much of an unknown as he used to be. Certainly a good starter this week. Uh, Seems like Sony Michelle, the running back that New England took in the first round, is going to be uh, at a minimum limited this week. So I would suspect Rex Burkhead uh, will play a prominent role in the New England backfield. James White, of course, uh, always an option in PPR leagues as well. Um, so, and of course, we can't forget about uh, Steven Goskowski on the New England side of the equation, one of the better kickers in fantasy football. Not sure if it's a great week to play the Texans defense. Uh, if you have uh, another defense who's got a more favorable matchup then uh, I would think you could roll with that not a great week for New England's defense either but if you have the Patriots hang tight because of course you've got the weak AFC East uh, on the docket eventually well I predicted that the Texans were going to win this one in yesterday's show with uh, our Locked On crossover friend Mark Schofield from Locked On Patriots you think I'm crazy are the Texans going to win this one I'm not picking the Texans to win it, but I don't think it would be unfathomable if they won it. That made me brim with confidence when you say, <laughs> but I guess, I guess I'll, I'll t- I'm going to take the Texans and, and, and uh, stick with it. Kansas City did get it done last year up there, so it's not out of the question. I, I definitely don't think it's out of the question for the Texans to win it, but I'm just going to go with New England because that's you know the typical historical result. And, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, a team that, again, is hungry again after losing the Super Bowl. All right, man. I, I hope I hope that we can uh, – the Texans can finally do it. Uh, what, what's the fantasy football domino effect with this uh, 
crazy Raiders Khalil Mack trade. I mean, I don't know about you. Just I, I don't know what the Raiders are doing, but I don't know what the Raiders are ever doing. But what, what's the what's the fantasy effect? Certainly uh, for Chicago's defense, uh, they uh, their stock rises. Um, it's not like uh, the Bears are an every week starting defense. Certainly you don't want to play them uh, this week with Chicago traveling to Lambeau Field, but uh, it certainly makes the Bears defense uh, better. Uh, as far as the it's kind of a reverse effect in many ways as far as the Raiders are concerned because their defense was weak anyways with Mac and uh, they're probably going to be on fantasy waiver wires all season but with that defense in an even further state of decay uh, I suspect Derek Carr will be throwing more uh, he's not going to have one of the weapons that we thought he had as the Raiders have cut Martavis Bryant an absolutely disastrous trade now as they gave Pittsburgh a third-round pick. Uh, Carr should be throwing more. Uh, they're probably going to be facing deficits. And even if they aren't facing deficits, even in close games, they're probably going to have to put a lot of points on the board to win. Uh, Carr is being drafted as a fair was drafted. There's still some drafts going on where he's you're largely drafted as a fantasy backup. Certainly, he can be an okay uh, number two for your team. Uh, the biggest beneficiary in many ways may be Jordy Nelson uh, because it locks him and Amari Cooper in as Oakland's top receivers. Uh, Bryant, uh, certainly when he had his head on straight, was an amazing talent. Uh, but now it's nothing's going to happen on that front. He's gone, and uh, Oakland will move forward with Cooper and Nelson. What does 49ers running back Jarek McKinnon's torn ACL mean in San Francisco? Again, we talk about domino effects. These injuries can have uh, effects all around teams. Well, the 49ers had previously added Alfred Morris, who has had some success in the past with uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan. Uh, he was, of course, at one point Washington's offensive coordinator in 2012-2013. Uh, During that time period, Morris scored 20 touchdowns and rushed for 2,885 yards. So he definitely knows the system, which is always big in terms of players landing jobs. Uh, he did look decent at times last year with the Cowboys uh, during the period where Ezekiel Elliott was suspended. Uh, they also have uh, Matt Breda, who is a young running back, uh, played last year, spelled Carlos Hyde, who, of course, is now with the Browns. So those two guys are going to be the main options in San Francisco now. Um, Morris, the better touchdown bet. Breda is going to be the better receiving contact. Um, so that gives Morris kind of the edge in standard leads. But I think that Breda has more upside in many ways uh, because he's going to get carries and catch passes. Morris, uh, the single season high he's ever had in receptions is 17. So I highly doubt uh, – he's going to morph into a major pass-catching option, especially since the fullback there, Kyle Eustich, caught uh, 33 passes last year, and he will catch a few more passes this year probably with McKinnon out, uh, but he never really touches the ball much on the ground. I remember everybody that Andy's stuff, we're, we got to have a piece in, on LockedOnTexans.com uh, with more of his writing, so you want to check that out as far as fantasy goes. But we got tons of predictions next, uh, but first – Time to talk about my bookie, and if you haven't looked, the Texans are a six-point underdog to the Patriots this week. If you believe in the Texans, or if you like some other lines from the games this week, you should check out mybookie.ag. That's the place to go on the web, mybookie.ag. Let me tell you where you're betting. It's just as important as who you're betting on, so that's why I recommend mybookie.ag. 
Ag. My bookie has been in this business for years. They've got a rock solid reputation. They do 100% cash bonuses. So right off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payout. Seriously, just two business days and you'll have your cash. I would also recommend uh, this service because uh, I'm not going to take you back. I'm not going to uh, do that to my listeners. Uh, a service that's been great to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win and they pay. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit with up to a 100% bonus. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You guys know how to spell that. And visit mybookie.ag or download the app through the App Store or Google Play. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. All right, Andy, we need to get into some predictions for this year. Our Locked On Podcast Network pulled our host. And I want to go through what they predicted and get your thoughts. Let's start off with division winners. And why not start with the AFC South? The Locked On poll predicted the Jags at 57%. And the Texans were second at 33%. What do you think? I picked the Texans. I, I try not to be homer. I'm just looking at this as... Uh, body neutral as much as I could. I, I, I went after the Texans on this one. I'm going to agree with you on that. Uh, keep in mind the Texans will have an easier schedule than Jacksonville will. I mean, while they will play a large number of common opponents, the Jaguars will have to face the defending division winners from last year, uh, including uh, Pittsburgh, although they've had Pittsburgh's number of late, but still an on-paper game with Pittsburgh, an on-paper game with Kansas City, more dawning than the uh, Texans on paper games with uh, Cleveland and Denver, although I think Denver will show some improvement this year. Uh, the bottom line is, is if everybody stays healthy for the Texans, I mean, they have the best quarterback in the division, barring, you know, a full comeback from Andrew Luck, which I personally hope happens. I'm a big fan of Andrew Luck. But uh, in many ways, they have the most complete roster in the division. The Lockdown Poll says the Steelers win the AFC North. Nearly 86% is the number, a landslide. And everybody picked the Patriots in the AFC East. I'd assume you'd agree on these two. It's hard to go against those two. Absolutely, positively would agree on New England. I mean, Buffalo and Miami are going to be bad this year. Uh, I think the Jets could be somewhat interesting if Sam Darnold acclimates himself well, but not enough to challenge the Patriots. It'll be a tougher road for the Steelers. I mean, uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati are no pushovers. And the Browns, while I'm, I think some people are making pie-in-the-sky predictions regarding the Browns, including them having possibly going to the playoffs, I don't agree with that at all, but they're certainly going to be better than 0-16. In the AFC West, 66.7% of our hosts pick the Chargers. They're kind of the girl with the curl in this division, I would say, where everybody's uh, sort of falling in love with the Chargers. I like the Chiefs, though. Who do you like? I prefer the Chargers in that situation. I mean, the Raiders have all but given up, so they're not even going to be a factor. Uh, you know, a lot of people are very intrigued, and rightfully so, by Pat Mahomes. But the Kansas City defense has been weakened. And right now, Eric Berry is not at full health, which makes it even weaker. So, uh, the Chargers, I almost said the San Diego Chargers, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers uh, have the best defense uh, in the division, in theory. Denver's going to have a strong defense, too. But again, you kind of base it on the quarterback. Uh, we like Case Keenum, but hard to go against Phillip Rivers right now. He would be the guy who's easily the best quarterback in that division. Mahomes may be pretty good, but... I, I think maybe this is finally the time the Chargers get it done. They have been a bit of a tease, but uh, 
their opponents are not as daunting as they used to be in that division. Let's go to the NFC, the NFC North. 66.7% picked the Vikings. What do you think? Does Khalil Mack make you think about the Bears a little bit? No, um, I would think about Green Bay before the Bears. Um, I, I like Minnesota to win the division, but I would not surprise me if Green Bay does with Aaron Rodgers back. I think the Packers certainly, at, at worst case, have a good shot at a wild card berth. Uh, maybe the Mac acquisition can vault the Bears past Detroit, but the Lions are not a horrible team by any means. So that's going to be one of the best divisions in football. Absolutely. Yeah, that's no, no doubt about that. In the NFC West, 85% of our hosts picked the Rams. And in the NFC East, 90% picked the Eagles. Boy, it's hard to go with those two teams. Are, are you with the consensus there? Yeah, I would go along with the consensus, although um, part of me wonders about the Rams. Uh, they're not going to sneak up on people this year. Their schedule's harder, and they have a lot of uh, crazy personalities now in the locker room. So it, I, I suspect the Rams will probably have enough talent to win that division, but I'm not sure I'm quite going to peg them as a serious Super Bowl contender. They They may be one of those teams that just gets to the playoffs and that's a little bit of a disappointment i picked jimmy g and the 49ers just to be a little bit of a contrarian uh he, he's got to lose a game before you pick against jimmy g right <laughs> and he may lose this week in minnesota that's uh <laughs> that's uh that, that he could lose that one pretty easily yeah that's true uh most up for grabs division in the nfc seems to be the south 52 percent of our hosts picked the saints and 43% picked the Falcons. I'm leaning towards the Saints. What do you think? I would lean towards the Saints, too. Um, certainly Carolina, I think, is actually being disrespected a little bit there. They should. I don't think they're going to necessarily win the division, but they should have higher odds than you know what you gave there. They weren't even mentioned. So that that's another really good division. I, I tend to lean towards the Saints, but... If the Falcons uh, do get more comfortable in the second season under offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian, uh, Atlanta could certainly steal the South. Yeah, that's that's another great division. I mean, that's that division is a really good one. The, 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 both Souths are are the best divisions maybe in, in the NFL. Is that safe to say? I would say so, yes. All right, we've got the major categories like MVP and Super Bowl champ up next. But first, let me remind you that if you're enjoying Locked On Texans, tell your friends. Let them know they can find us on Spotify, the Google Podcast app, iTunes, most anywhere you're going to find your favorite podcast. And do us a favor, share our links to the show with your social media followers so we could bring more people into this. We also want you to be a part of the conversation. So email LockedOnTexans at mail.com for questions or comments. Uh, if you don't like something that we're doing, if you want us to add something, we're not talking about somebody, whatever. We want to hear from you. Uh, you can also put up an iTunes review. That helps us out as well. We'd appreciate that. Again, though, it's LockedOnTexans at Mail.com. Okay, now we need to get into the predictions for the end of the year awards. For Rookie of the Year, 38% of our LockedOn hosts voted for Saquon Barkley and 33% picked Sam Darnold. Uh, is there a rookie you expect to have a huge year, Andy? I would go with Barkley. Um, he's going to be the centerpiece of that New York offense. It's been a long time since they've had a running back with his capabilities. So I would definitely uh, lean towards Barkley as the top rookie of the year candidate. And historically, running backs, when they're 
in their first year, there isn't that learning curve that there are with other positions, right? Right. All right. For the NFL MVP, our Locked On hosts voted for Aaron Rodgers by a heavy margin. 52% picked him. 9.5% picked Deshaun. Like me, I picked Deshaun. If I'm picking them to win the division, I got to go with Deshaun. Uh, I, I actually prefer him over uh, Rodgers, Andy, because he's just got a better team around him. Who else should be in this conversation? I mean, are you with Aaron Rodgers? or I mean, who else is going to be in this MVP uh, conversation? Well, certainly, uh, I mean, Tom Brady can always be in it every year. Um, Watson definitely has the potential to be in it. Um, I would say if uh, the uh, issues with Le'Veon Bell persist and the Steelers go to a passing game you, more, you could look at guys like Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, if the Rams do end up uh, exceeding my expectations for them, Todd Gurley is a worthy candidate. But I think overall, uh, I'm I'm totally okay with Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, if he stays healthy, he's got to be. He's always in the conversation. Um, and Tom Brady, I, I should have mentioned him. Yeah, Tom Brady, surprisingly very low as far as his percentage goes. Um, I think he might have been down there with Deshaun at nine and a half percent. I'd have to go need to go look back at that. But who wins the Super Bowl? Our host had a four way tie, and, and these are four really good teams. You can't argue with any of them. Between uh, they had between the Eagles, Patriots, Vikings, and Falcons, all received fourteen percent. I'm actually leaning towards the Vikings. Andy, how do you feel? Yeah, I. I... I could see that. I, I could definitely see that. Uh, I think Cousins is going to do an excellent job for them at quarterback. They have such a strong defense. I, I could definitely see Minnesota. I could certainly see New England, too, um, because in that week AFC East, I can see the Patriots getting home field again in the playoffs. If they feast on the you know weak likes of the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets, I mean, that's one thing. The Texans are going to be in a tough division um, you've got uh, the Steelers are in a tougher division and, and the West will be tougher. So um, I think New England's going to be right there. But uh, yeah, I, I do think Minnesota is a strong possibility to win it all. Uh, the Patriots and Vikings will actually play during the regular season. Let's close out with some fantasy. And starting next week, you're doing a new segment called Hired Fired. Explain what that is. Well, Hired Fired... Uh, basically uh, involves uh, roster management and uh, the players that we're saying should be hired uh, need to be hired onto your roster. They can be tar trade targets. Uh, most likely it'll be uh, players in free agency that uh, you should look to acquire. Uh, obviously the players that are fired are guys that you need to drop from your roster. Um, early in the season, you know, we do recommend using more patience with your roster because you know, somebody may struggle in, in week one. It could have been a result of a bad matchup or just an off day. Certainly you want to give them some time uh, to work things out. But as we go further into the season, especially when bye weeks and injuries set in, um, the roster shakeup uh, gets more serious. So we're going to take a close look at guys that, uh, you know, should be hanging around or coming on board and then uh, letting you know who to uh, say farewell to. All right, go check out Andy's piece on LockedOnTexans.com. It's, like I said, a weekly segment, uh, not only on the show, but on LockedOnTexans.com. His uh, writing is really good. 
Uh, he's been doing this for a long time. He's got his take five with five notable, notable NFL games that uh, might offer a lot of fantasy fireworks. It's probably going to be good for your uh, viewing if you've got uh, the DirecTV package or uh, however you might be watching the games this week. It should be a lot of fun. Thanks so much for doing this, Andy. It's always fun to talk to you. Absolutely. Quick reminder before we close it out, the Lockdown Podcast Network just launched the college channel for Lockdown fans of college sports. And look for your favorite college team. Football is here. We've got college football has already started. So go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and follow for free the Lockdown Network. Oh, boy, we're at an incredible yearly pace of 30 million downloads in total with nearly 100 podcasts. Wow. So uh, find your favorite team. Follow them, Lockdown Rockets, of course. Uh, our friend Ben DuBose does a fantastic job for all of you Houston sports fans. Time to wrap this one up. My partner, Brian Patterson, he's got everything in Rockets and Astros and Texans covered on HouseOfHouston.com, a fan side affiliate. Uh, me and RG knock things around on my Houston Sports Talk podcast this week. Astros, Rockets, uh, the Ryan Anderson deal, uh, some Texans predictions as well over there. But uh, that's all we got for this. I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday. Finally, a regular season game to talk about. And doesn't get any better than that. The defending AFC champions, as Bart Scott would say, can't wait. Uh, as always, thanks for making us a part of your week. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh,